Snap Studios. The tisket a tasket. I trapped it in the basket. It laughed it. Said it wouldn't answer what I asked it. I nagged it. I nagged it. I nagged it. I nagged it. Till it screamed out the answers to everything I asked it. <laughs> You're listening to Spooked. Stay tuned. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, and guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From KQED and PRX, you've crossed over. Spooked. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, too often I feel like I'm walking through life exhausted, sleep deprived. And of course, I know exactly why, because my mind likes to play tricks. Wake me up at three in the morning with visions of the greatest story ever told. Bits, pieces, snatches, and I know that the simple act of reaching for my phone to write this madness down, just a trickle of light in the darkness will mean several hours of staring at the ceiling, not sleeping. The next day will feel half-lived. I also know that if I don't write the brilliance down this instant, the idea storm will pass forever from my mind like smoke. Before, I would sacrifice sleep to chase these phantoms, but now, often, I tell them no. No, I just can't right now, but please, 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 revisit me at a decent hour, and you will be welcome. I wave them off, understanding full well that these ideas, they are a fickle bunch. Moody. Vengeful. And because I refuse to play by their rules, I know. I will never hear from them again.
lessons. Life lessons. Dr. Ampton lives in Brunei on the island of Borneo. He and some of his colleagues are going to go on a work retreat. Things have gotten stressful in the office and it's time to get on the same page and bond as a team. The road becomes from loose gravel to mud, clay, and it's at least three hours to drive off-road. We had this government-issued Japanese off-roaders. So we were in a convoy of those, and we had fun drifting in the mud. It was like we were young again, set loose upon the world. There was this huge steep hill we, we had to drive up to, and we needed to pick up speed. I said, come on, on the count of three, we're going to shout Sparta, you know, just like in that movie 300. We're together, we're having fun. Whatever fights you've had before, that's forgotten. It was like all was forgiven, you know. We go to a place called Sukang. None of us had ever gone there before. And it's interesting because the village is always flooded. Okay, so because it's by the river bank, so all the houses are on the stilts. It's not just rural, but it's deep rural. As someone who says, oh, I live in a tropical country, I have no idea until then what tropical rainforest is like. The trees are as tall as buildings, and then a lot of butterflies, beautiful butterflies. The air is so much cooler. If I see an eagle soaring in the air, I just feel as though I've been chosen, <laughs> you know, to have a good day. We were all excited. We even brought a, a karaoke set, a full proper karaoke set. In Southeast Asia, karaoke is a must. Doesn't matter if I can sing well or not, I am singing. After about four hours, we got to the dock and took a five-minute boat ride to the clinic. The clinic is basically a wooden house, a large wooden house structure on the river. There are no parts where there's soil or land. There is no dock for the clinic. You basically had to get as close as you can and jump. We were shown where the hall was. This is where we're going to have our team activities, team building activities. The ladies were shown where the dorm was, where the sleeping quarters were. The guys were shown where our sleeping quarters was. And then straight ahead was the toilet. It was quite a distance actually. After we had unpacked, we do our orientation program of team building. One activity was there's some sort of rope that was put on the floor and we had to get across from one side to the other without getting off the rope. 
And you know these things take quite some time, and I needed to pee <laughs> really bad. I went out of the hallway and started walking, and the toilets are in the end. And it's a long walk. I said, "Man, that's such a long way." And I wanted to get back into where all the fun was. You know, I didn't want to miss out. I had just had fun with my friends, and I felt on top of the world. I, I felt, I felt uninhibited. And I thought, you know, since no one's here, everyone's busy in, in in the hall. I'm just gonna pee into the water. So that's what I did. As I was peeing into the water, I heard on my right side the voice of Doctor Zim, my colleague. He was. Literally standing by my side while I was peeing, he comes up right close to me and says, "Are you sure you want to do that? What if someone is down there, meaning not a real person but a spirit of some kind?" There's something called chabul. It's like a set of conduct. When you enter the jungle, there's certain things you're not meant to say. There's certain things you're not meant to do, because otherwise it gives. An excuse for spirits to come after you. He said that you're not supposed to pee into the water because you might be peeing onto a spirit. So I I was、um, a bit naughty. I didn't just pee there. I I challenged it because that's what I do. I do my challenge. That's part of my tribal instinct. I'm a descendant of a Kadayan tribe. When Kadayan people enter the forest, they challenge the spirits. They say, "I'm not afraid of you. Come on, come here." Part of their belief system is to keep the spirits in check. So they said, "Well, here's my golden shower," and I spat and I did a big loogie. I felt gung ho. I felt tough. I thought I'm indestructible, so none of your spirits, if you exist here, can do anything about it because I am who I am. So he left, and I, you know, I、um, went back into the hall and did my team building thing. After we had the orientation program, we decided to sing. You gotta sing American Pie, right? I can still remember how that music used to make me smile, and I knew if I had my chance, then I could make those people dance. It's such an easy song to sing, and everyone joins in the chorus. We were screaming to the top of our voices, you know. Bye bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. There was no drinking, alcohols prohibited in Brunei, but we had a lot of fun. After we we finished singing,、uh, it was time for bed. Most of them were bunk beds. I grabbed one that was near window, and near the door. Usually I sleep well, but that night I was woken up around 2 a.m. What woke me up was this loud thumping sound underneath me. 
Boom. 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 I thought, what is that? It's very eerie. I thought, maybe it's the boat. The, the boat was tied to the stilted building, so it wouldn't still send this water everywhere below. I thought, I'm just gonna ignore it. I noticed, you know, the, the window was frosted, but I could see a black shadow moving to and fro from one end to the other. It was passing by the window and then back again. And then something was moving past the, the gap between the door and the floor. And when I looked under, I saw tiny feet. I said, no, 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 that's just your mind playing games. You're in the jungle, you're tired. But I'm sure I saw feet. One pair of feet moving fast by the door and passing again, just like the window. I was really scared. I said, hey, anyone awake? Hello? Hello? I have a pretty loud voice and no one woke up. And I thought, what am I going to do? So I thought, I'm going to get out of the room and walk towards the hall, the main hall. I thought, it just made sense that I should be with people who was awake. It's like a long balustrade to get to the hallway. When I got out, I felt there was someone behind me, and not just someone behind me, but I felt someone was clinging to my back, like piggybacking, like a backpack, but with hands. Usually, I would say, I'm going to turn around and look at you. And, you know, if I see something, I'm going to punch you. But here I thought, if I saw it, whatever it was, I'm going to die on the spot. Because I was so scared. My heart was pounding. I was sweating. I was trembling. I wondered if I was having a stroke. I didn't dare turn around. I tried saying some holy verses from the Quran, but I was just gibberish. So I just said, okay, I'm going to look down on my feet and just uh, keep walking towards the hall. Support for Snap Judgment presents Spooked comes from Odoo. Tired of relying on disconnected software to manage your business? Then you need Odoo. Odoo is an all-in-one management platform with a suite of user-friendly applications designed to simplify and connect every aspect of your company in one easy-to-use software so you can get more done in less time. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash spooked. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash spooked. Odoo, because amazing employees deserve amazing software. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And we keep them bottled up. It can start to affect us in ways we don't expect. How we treat our family, our friends. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Glenn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash G-L-Y-N-N. When I got into the hall, I'm trying to find someone else who's awake. If I'm with someone else, we can confront anything. But if I'm alone, you know, and something happens to me, no one's going to avenge my death. No one's going to be able to tell what actually happened. When I went into the hall, I saw the team leader. He was asleep and I tried to wake him up. He was just sleeping, fast asleep. I got so upset and I said, you're supposed to be a psychiatric nurse. You're supposed to be able to wake up when there's an emergency. And he didn't wake up. So I thought, gosh, what am I going to do? I thought, there's no way I'm going to sleep here because the door's open and it's huge, it's less people. I thought I'd be safer in numbers. So I made the option of going back towards the bedroom. And the moment I got back out there, you know, I felt the same thing. I felt something was there. At that moment, I saw the water disappear. It vanished, the water vanished, and I saw all the vegetation underneath. I saw the boat on the actual mud, on the actual soil, when it was just supposed to be floating. All the houses are still there on the stilts. The trees are still there but the water's all gone. It's like something, someone drained it all away instantly. I thought, no, no, that can't be. So what I did is close my eyes and I said holy mantra inside my heart. I opened my eyes and the water was still gone. It was completely gone. Whatever can make water disappear must be more powerful than you can imagine. I had only one thing to do, which was to run back into the bedroom, sliding into the door and just slamming the door. And then I jumped into the bunk bed. I thought, what what was that? What, what the hell was that? I wanted to switch on the lights, but I was so scared that the moment I put my feet ground on the floor, something from underneath my bed would drag me into somehow into the water down below. So at that time, I had this brand new Japanese flashlight, indestructible. I switched it on, pointed it at the wall, and I just focused on that. After five minutes, I said, all I have to do is wait till dawn. And it was at that moment, the brand new flashlight died. And that's when I went into further panic. I was sweating buckets. I gotta do something, or I'm gonna die here. I thought if something appeared in front of me suddenly, I would just collapse. And the worst thing was that if I died there, people would say, oh, he just had a heart attack, he was smoking, you know, he had too much fun there. No one would say he died there because spirit killed him or he died of shock. I was so scared. Eventually, I must the courage 
I jumped out of the bed and just punched the lights. I started shouting at everyone, wake up, wake up everyone. And everyone was fast asleep. So there was this guy in front of me. He's actually uh, a urologist. He was somewhere in la-la land and dreaming happily in a blissful sleep. I thought, no matter what happens, I'm going to wake him up. It could be one of these things that he'll never forgive me for, but this is do or die. So I slapped him hard. His face kind of shook and he woke And I had to say to him, look, look, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I know this sounds crazy, but I think there's something here. Surprisingly, he didn't fight with me. That's the thing that surprised me, how calm he was. He believed me. He said, okay, let's go to the hall and we'll uh, sleep there. He actually brought me to, to the hall, read some holy verses for me and waited for me to sleep. The next day, I woke up disheveled and everyone saw me. It was so embarrassing. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not nice for everyone to see you in the middle of the hall to find you sleeping and snoring. <laughs> for the rest of the day, I did my best to participate in the exercises, the team building activities. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, oh my God, what had just happened? How could this happen? At the same time, I didn't want people to know I peed into the water. <laughs> uh, and and um, I didn't want people to know that I broke a code of conduct with the spirits. But I came up to Dr. Zim. I said, you know, I should have listened to you. And he said, well, what are you talking about? You know, about your warning not to pee into the, into the water below. He said, what are you talking about? You peed in the water? Why would you do that? At that time, I just, I didn't say anything else because I wasn't sure if he's pulling a long one. But at the same time, I was thinking, I think he's telling me the truth. I don't think he was the one who told me not to pee in the water. And then I realized that I didn't actually see his face. I did not see Dr. Zim's face. All I just saw was that he was beside me. I never saw his face. I thought that must have been something else that was telling me not to pee into the water. I think it was the spirit itself was warning me. It must have been the spirit that I pissed off, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I know now, in the jungle, in a proper jungle, deep jungle, you respect. You respect the unseen. I shared this story with a friend of mine who's actually a spiritual master. He said that the spirits wanted to send me a warning. I was in a state of, um, it's like a dream state, but it's a dream state that's been conjured by the spirits. So that's why I couldn't wake anyone up until I, I decided to slap my urologist friend. That was the only thing that broke the spell. 
And now when I, you know, before I do a challenge, I say, do I really want to do this? A few months ago, in my clinic uh, upstairs, there's, um, there's a particular room that's got no windows. And my staff have seen something there. Every time I go to that room, I know there's something there. I get goosebumps, and I basically shout that, don't you dare, don't you dare show up to me. I'll beat the F out of you. And as I was saying that, I was just thinking, oh man, don't, don't do this, don't challenge it. But you gotta show that you are stronger willed than you actually are. Like how a cat puffs up its fur, you know, we're humans. We never learn. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Amson, for sharing your story on Spooked. That original score was by Dirk Swartzoff was produced by Ann Ford. Now then, a woman dropped her engagement ring in the ocean. And that's a lot of water, surely lost forever. But a man found it for her, returned it to her, Another fellow, he knew that a letter existed from his beloved departed grandfather. But he had no idea where it might be until a random guy brought it to him. Said he felt like someone was looking for it. Now, while I tend to be an amazing loser of things, some people are finders. Are you a finder? If you are, let me know because there is nothing better than a spook story from a spook listener. Spooked, snapjudgment.org, and the very best way to signal not just the dark side, but the spook community in the know is by sporting the spook t shirt of your very own. Nothing sexier in all the land. Available right now at snapjudgment.org. And if you like your storytelling under the bright light of day, Get the amazing, stupendous sister podcast. It's called Snap Judgment, and it is storytelling with a beat. This book was created by the team looking to get the cheapest price. Except, of course, for Mark Ristich, who always pays top dollar because he has enough trouble as it is. There's Davey Kim, Chris Hambrick, Leon Morimoto, Teo DeCott, Marissa Dodge, Zoe Frigno, Ann Ford, Eric Yanez, Cody Harjo, Lola Abrera, Doug Stewart, Miles Lassie, and Yari Bundy. The spook theme song is by Pat Massini Miller. My name is from Washington. And evil, evil is something we think we want to fight. It's something that's always over there. But shadow, shadow is something very different. Shadow is the secret. Shadow is the hidden, the unknown. But the unknown does not mean the evil. 
you can fight evil, you can slay the dragon, you can defeat the angry whore, but one, one does not fight shadow. The shadow is. You can dodge, you can fence, you can peek, but the shadow will be. It can be your friend, it can be your enemy, but it will be. You will never change its nature, you can only bend it. And the very best tool I know for coaxing shadow to do your bidding, it's simple. Never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, 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 never turn out the lights. This story was summoned in the dark of night by KQED and PRS.